what is amazing about the tech industry is in times like these, this is an industry that's really innovative and continues to think outside of the box and grow and, you know, challenging times sometimes are what for a lot of really great ideas and launch great companies. You're listening to Payments Innovation, a podcast dedicated to helping business leaders navigate today's global digital economy. Looking to learn about the latest innovations within fintech and payments? You've come to the right place. Let's get into the show. Welcome to another episode of the Payments Innovation Podcast. This is your host, Jeff Forkin. I'm really excited to be joined by Erica Dorfman from Brex one of the leaders of their cash, uh, their new cash solution. So Erica, if you don't mind, I'll turn it over to you. And if you could just give the audience a brief introduction, then we will dive in. Great. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, really excited to be here. I joined Brex to lead the cash business at the end of last summer. Um, and now I actually also lead our capital markets team as well. Prior to Brex, I was leading finance and operations at a consumer fintech company called Tally Technologies that's focused on uh, automation and, and credit card repayment. And then before that, um, I was co-head of capital markets at SoFi. You know, I think for me, the excitement around FinTech is really around the ability to marry, you know, more traditional FinTech, uh, more traditional finance rather, uh, and the, you know, complex and flexible financial tools that comes with that with the technology side of of things that really allows access to, to all, you know, a, a much broader array of companies and customers. Um, I started my career at JP Morgan doing investment banking and then moved on to, to do private equity at BDT Capital Partners. And I think that that more traditional finance is really a great framework for thinking about how to apply that to a much wider set of customers and, and be more flexible with, with what we have today. Yeah, I really like your background. I think it's always more, it's quite interesting to talk to um, people who have started out in the traditional finance world with, you know, some of the larger banks and then pivoted into working for fintechs and bringing that knowledge that you acquired from how the big banks do, do things. You can actually really see and help the fintechs develop the solutions to make them be able to compete uh, with the big guys, I guess. Yeah, I think, I mean, for Brex, for example, I mean, that's a huge part of what we do. Um, the payment element of what we do is, is you know, a core offering, and that's really important to, to being able to, you know, provide value to our customers. But it's not just the payments, right? It's integrating that with infrastructure that we've built in order to make paying with a credit card much easier for financial teams and for startups. And being able to say, okay, we've got, you know, payment rails for MasterCard, but then we can go and use that with integrations and actually save teams a lot of time and be really flexible with our underwriting and be really flexible in how we give out rewards and, and deal, you know, with, with different things going on at different companies. Um, it makes, it makes Brex really uh, agile. And I think that it's a great example of, of being able to do both of those things. Yeah, I'd like to dive into that a little bit more since this is, you know, the Payments Innovation Podcast. A lot of the audience is people from the industry. So I think it'd be really interesting if you could tell us a little bit more about how, I guess, Brex is constructed on the back end. Um, I know I think there's some unique things that you do 
in regards to you know the money market accounts and providing the high yield savings, uh, but then also maybe just how you're integrated, what your integrations options are. So like, can a startup just integrate directly to Brex and like bring the Brex tools into their existing kind of internal platform? How does it work exactly? Yeah, it's a great question. So Brex from day one has been very focused on owning our entire tech stack, which means that we built the the credit card core on the card business. And then also when we launched cash uh, in October of last year, we also built a banking core, which is a really difficult thing to do. But the value in doing that is that we now have systems that we are in control of. There's no kind of middle counterparty between us and how we engage with our customers' accounts, which makes it a really powerful tool for customers when they're using, you know, multiple Brex products together and for us to be able to, you know, provide differentiated services beyond what's, you know, standard in market because of the underlying core processing. When when we think about, you know, what does that mean for our customers, it means a couple of things. One is that it's really easy to get onboarded and really easy to kind of find value in the product because the integration process is not one where you've got to go and hook up a bunch of systems and things like that. It's, it's you know, out, out of the gate that there's not, you know, a, a software component where you have to like plug this into existing systems. We're actually the first first credit card to integrate with NetSuite, if you can believe that. So we have a, a fully integrated platform with NetSuite. And, and that's just one example of, of the different integrations that we do. On the cash side, what it means for our customers is that they can, you know, initiate payments through wire, ACH, uh, check, uh, accept payments through any of those mechanisms, and then, you know, have their card and, and cash management account uh, immediately kind of working together uh, really well, which is hugely important. And again, just our goal is to really enable companies to save time and save money, earn, you know, earn yield wherever we can can earn it for them and and make sure that we're you know not costing customers anything extra along the way. So we don't charge any fees. We don't charge any usage fees or anything like that. So the product is both both products are enabled uh, completely for free. Yeah. So the no fees are, are it's obviously a great model. How is Brex able to afford that? Yeah, I mean, I think for us, it's one of the most important things and one of the things that Enrique and Pedro and the founding team felt really strongly on at the beginning is is transparency and, you know, availability of the product to customers. And so for us, when we think about, you know, being able to deliver that value, we, you know, Brex is a, you know, through the credit card product earns interchange fees to support the ability to offer the product to our customers for free. And we, you know, don't as a result of that, don't need to charge our customers interest to, to offer the payments product. On the, on the cash side, we earn a small fee from our uh, investment management fund that we are effectively giving our customers access to money market fund securities. So we have two kind of key counterparties within the cash product one of which is our, our bank partner, Radius Bank. So Radius Bank is a really critical partner for us, and they enable Brex to transact for our customers on uh, the wire systems and the ACH system. And then another key partner for us there is uh, Dreyfus Cash Investment Strategies, and that's a subsidiary of Bank of New York Mellon. And Dreyfus is effectively a mutual fund provider. So 
with a Brex Cash account, our customers are actually getting a brokerage account, and we immediately are investing their funds in uh, government money market fund securities. So those are extremely liquid. Uh, you know, they're they're uh, NAV uh, net asset value of of one dollar, and they earn a yield on on those securities. Excellent. Yeah, I think the brokerage side, that's a really cool innovation, I think. And I think Brex is pretty is somewhat ahead of the game. I think there's a few other some more that it's really the brokers, I think, that offer that. So maybe, you know, like the Robin Hoods. But I don't know anybody else who's able who's really doing that in the market besides Brex, especially for the SMEs, uh, for the startups and for uh, life sciences and e-commerce type customers that you target. Yeah, we I mean, we were really excited to be able to offer this type of a product. And, you know, right now it, it's a relatively simple product where we're just sweeping into government money market funds. But as we think about the future, the ability to offer different types of investment products through the broker dealer uh, is extremely valuable, especially as our customers potentially grow and need more sophisticated cash management solutions. It's a it's a huge uh, value for us to be able to to offer that through the broker dealer. Absolutely. Can you give maybe? I know you talked a little bit about the integrations, but talk a little bit maybe about uh, how the customer in this scenario can, if they're using the Brex platform, how does it exactly streamline their business and make things easier? Is it just is it a lot of it just because it hooks into the accounting platform and it's their payables and receivables are easier? Can you just walk us through an example? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's that's one really critical thing, right? Which is just tracking payments and and being able to quickly reconcile at the end of the month uh, all of the GL codes and and expenses that have been done on card. You know, for our customers, they're using the Brex card for a wide variety of uh, of payments. So that can be something for like CNE or for ad, uh, ad purchases for SaaS purchases like Amazon Web Services. So there's a, a lot of different uses of it. And to be able to have that quickly uh, and, and easily integrate into your accounting system saves teams a lot of time at the end of the month when they're trying to do reconciliations. But I think the other thing that's really valuable, especially for teams that don't have you know large uh, account receivable departments and, and, and payable departments, is the ability to do receipt capture and control spend uh, on on different cards and and have a lot of flexibility for the cards that are issued across organizations. So teams can issue you know team cards, they can issue individual cards, they can set limits, they can you know review expenses really easily, and they can you know attach memos and receipts very easily either through text, email, uploading you know a wide variety of solutions that allows teams to really take ownership of the expense management process. And again, just the goal is really making sure that we're enabling our customers to save time and, and be a lot more efficient with ma- managing their expenses while you know giving them a great payments product. Yeah, that's really cool. I think we can all identify with the extreme pain of just managing expenses and having to go through the manual process of taking a photo on my phone of a receipt and then having to download it to my computer and then upload it to a NetSuite application. So to, to understand Brex is able to, I guess if, if uh, an end user could be a, a customer uh, as well as their employee could have the Brex app to do this. Yes. Or you can just, you know, text, you know, text the receipt, uh, you take, take a picture and, and get a, 
you know, text receipt capture. So we've we've attempted to make that as, as easy as possible so customers can, you know, just go on with actually running their businesses. And I think when you think about the card plus cash products together, that's where, you know, as we continue to release products at Brex, that, you know, that's even more valuable, right? Because having these two systems integrate, you don't have to go from your card provider to your, you know, bank provider to another separate payment or expense management system. It's all, you know, everything is in one place and, and works really seamlessly together, in part because we have built all of our own tech. And I think that's that's a huge advantage to, to customers being able to just save time and, and energy and, and and money along the way. Absolutely, yeah. And so then the, the cards can be generated for the entire organization. So the sales team could have a Brex card as well, I'm assuming. Exactly, yeah, you could have a team card. Got it. Well, I know, uh, Erica, you're kind of leading up this this new cash launch. I've been we've been talking with Brex for a few months now, and I, it's still in beta, right? What's the what's the plan for the cash rollout? Any kind of uh, you know where you where have you come from so far, and what are we what can we look forward to for the rest of this year? Yeah, we're really excited to be able this year to release the cash product to a wider uh, group of customers and. You know, we've been learning from the customers who've been on the product thus far and, and have gotten really great feedback. And so we're excited to be able to release it more broadly. As we think about, you know, the opportunity to grow cash along with the rest of Brex's business, uh, you know, throughout the course of 2020, you know, we're excited to be able to, you know, launch into new verticals, to be able to use, you know, the cash and card systems together. So I think that's a huge area where we're where we're really excited to deliver value to our customers is just what does it mean to have both products working together very well, um, and so that's that's where we we're really excited to to you know get folks using um, using cash and and having that experience because we think it's going to be you know even even better together. Yeah. So really, it's like pivoting from just being this ex- expense management and and kind of accounts payable platform to really doing the full suite of banking services that a, you know, a new business would want to have and, and doing it in a much easier to manage fashion, right? Exactly. I mean, for us, right, what we saw when we started the, the card business is there were a lot of customers who had a, you know, cash sitting in their bank accounts, but they weren't earning interest on them. And, you know, they were going through these archaic banking systems around, you know, how to, transact and, you know, had a lot of difficulty getting a hold of customer service or doing the transactions and doing the adjustments that they wanted to do. And so we endeavored to make a solution that enabled customers to have a really high quality experience, a really tech focused and enabled experience, and one that, you know, enabled them to do, you know, everything they wanted to do, but, you know, faster and without kind of the cumbersome nature of a lot of banking systems today. And so when we think about what does it mean for our customers, you know, you can pay for a lot of things on card, but there are certain transactions where you might need to send a wire or do over ACH, for example, like payroll um, or paying a contractor or doing a cross-border transaction for, you know, for you guys, obviously you guys know that quite well. So for all of that, you know, being able to offer our customers a solution that, you know, has the, the quality of Brex uh, within it, and has the same kind of really customer focused infrastructure and experience alongside being able to do all these different types of transactions and you know earn a yield uh, for the dollars that are held in Brex Cash is really important. 
Yeah, and it also seems quite timely considering, you know, it's kind of a nice um, transition to kind of just the industry discussion that we we, we plan on having is, you know, with the, the crisis, with COVID, a lot of the, the customers, the, the companies that are being hit the hardest are these SMEs, these companies that are struggling to raise funds now. And um, so it's really, I think the timing for Brex could be, couldn't be better potentially um, for you to be rolling out this cash product when these customers need it more than ever. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, obviously we're, this is a really challenging time for everyone. We've, you know, tried to do everything we can to to be there and support our customers in, in this situation and make sure that, you know, we can provide as many resources as possible for them to have access to government funding, for them to have access to, you know, uh, calculation tools, to have access to talking to the, you know, representatives at, at Brex to, to help them navigate the processes. And, you know, for us, making sure that our customers are well positioned with, you know, this macroeconomic environment is, you know, really important because we you know, want to be there for our customers and want to grow with our customers. And so anything that we can do to help them through this challenging time, we certainly want to do. That's great. Um, and so besides just give, I guess, are you just providing resources as far as like educational resources to them? Uh, I'm, I don't, you can't, could you, are you processing, you're not able to process some of these SBA loans that the government's sending out, are you? We are not an SBA lender today, um, but we do have partnerships with uh, Radius Bank um, and are able to, you know, work with our customers and help them kind of think about the application process at other SBA lenders as well. And we are, you know, working to provide as much, you know, available resources as we can. So we've put out a, a lot of materials on our website and we're also hosting a webinar on Thursday to help customers, you know, really ask questions and and think through what are the different considerations as you know they look at the you know PPP uh, loan from the SBA or the economic disaster loans and and just all the different you know mechanisms, especially considering you know even over the last two weeks there's been just so much changing in the in the environment and a lot of different you know, news coming out around what works and what doesn't work and what are the nuances for VC-backed companies and, you know, how does it affect our different customers. So there's a lot of a lot of help that we, you know, we can provide and we can try to provide to our customers as they navigate this unique process. Yeah, same on our side. We're, we're trying to just figure out, uh, try to be there for all of our customers at this time and, and see in what ways that we can help, again, you know, to just reduce barriers to tradition, you know, the traditionally cumbersome banking world and kind of just get them up and running as quickly as possible. Um, but great to hear that you guys are actually proactively doing the webinars and, and going to educate your customers about these loan programs. Have you seen any so far with, with the new economic reality, what have you guys seen from your customers? Um, are they, are you still onboarding a, a lot of new uh, applications? Has it gone up? Has it gone down? Any kind of insight you could provide? Yeah, I mean, we're still seeing a lot of new applications and onboarding uh, a lot of new customers. And I think what is amazing about the tech industry is in times like these, this is an industry that's really innovative and continues to think outside of the box and grow. And, you know, challenging times sometimes are what spur 
a lot of really great ideas and launch great companies. I think there's a long list of companies formed, you know, in, in 2008, 2009, who are, you know, some of the largest tech companies today. Um, when you think about fintech, you know, you've got Betterment and Wealthfront, and then, you know, even Airbnb was, was founded in 2008. So I think there's a lot, there's a long list of, of businesses that, you know, have, have thrived in this environment. And, you know, it's certainly a challenging time, but we're excited to see that that the tech space is, is still continuing to grow and have new companies formed every day. Yeah, that's a good point. I think, you know, we're going to see a ton of new, uh, interesting innovations come out of this crisis. I mean, specifically with just the remote working stuff, everyone's kind of adjusting to the new reality. I hope there's not the background noise on this call is not too bad or there's no kids screaming. <laughs> <in the> background, but <laughs> I think, you know, that's, that's a really good point that we're going to we're going to see some great things come out of this. And it's always good to look at a, things. At times, hard times lead to, to great opportunities uh, if you respond in the right way. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I think, you know, when you think about fintech, that's also one of the really interesting things is that because, you know, fintech is really geared towards, you know, not having to be in a physical location, being able to do things seamlessly and really acting quickly and, and pivoting quickly, I think there's there's a huge opportunity for for fintech companies everywhere to continue to to gain market share and and gain usage in this environment. Yeah, and I'm curious too to see how it impacts even the traditional banks because you have to imagine with all the branches being shut down, like how do they come out of this? Do they do they do, will they even open all their branches? Who knows? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, there's there's certainly a, a secular trend in that direction. If you look at a lot of the large uh, branch banking uh, American banks, and I think this is certainly some accelerant onto that trend. Absolutely. Well, Erica, listen, I really appreciate you taking the time today. It's been so great to get this deep insight into the Brex platform. I'm a huge fan of, of Brex, and I look forward to seeing you guys do uh, some really big things in the next couple of years. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great talking to you, Jeff. And uh, I stay, stay safe and, and inside. Likewise. You too. Thanks, Erica. Currency Cloud is an online payments company that makes international money transfers fast and simple for businesses. We're building a borderless future where international transactions are seamless for a better user experience. Discover the world's most trusted payment platform and our toolkit of developer-friendly APIs at CurrencyCloud.com. You've been listening to the Payments Innovation Podcast. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe now in iTunes or your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening. Until next time.